Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. Hmm. It's episode 621, WordPress Plugin Whisperer. And we have plugins for listing taxonomies to the top. WordPress news all coming up next on WordPress plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gems? Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Oh, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you have to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the brewery overlooking beautiful southern Vancouver Island. I'm John Overall, and with me is the ever-lovely... Amber Overall. And we have a great show for you here today. We're just, uh, you want some really good entertainment? Today's pre-show was actually pretty good. We had a little bit of uh, banter and jabber about uh, the Year of the Dragon, so go check that out on the YouTubes. Other than that, well, we've got all kinds of great things coming for you this year, and... Uh, it's looking to be loads and tons of fun, but for the moment... Thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox. All right. So welcome to episode 621. I'm glad I actually heard everything you said this time. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder yeah. if when I went silent to you, if I was still recording too. Nope, you were silent. Nope. Oh, damn. You, so it's only it's only my end that sucks. You, Got it. You go silent, <laughs> I get nothing. From my end, it's all being recorded direct, so it's all good. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, this is the WordPress Plugin Whisperer episode number 621. We've got a couple of great in-depth co- in-depth plugins to cover for you. And some recent news, both in the WordPress world and the tech world in general. And some awesome WordPress tips. It's kind of odd. Uh, it, we've had kind of a seriously early fall spring going on. Even the trees are thinking that it's springtime. It smelled like spring yesterday. I went for a nice long walk yesterday. But it's uh, it's, it's interesting because it's way too early for even a false spring. I'm hoping that doesn't mean we're going to have a really mild rest of the winter because we still need more. We need more snow. Yes, we could do more snow. <clears throat> I hate snow. California's so feels- getting, California's getting hmm? it all right now. California's getting snow? Up to 10 feet in the mountains. Oh, in the mountains. Okay. That makes more sense. I thought, uh, yeah. Uh, a few reminders before we start the show today. Uh, just a quick reminder that our show is now every other week and that it starts at 12.30 p.m. Pacific time with a pre-stream starting about 12.15 p.m. Pacific time. Pre-stream is where we twiddle with the dials and knobs and really just warm for voices. So there's sometimes some pretty good entertainment value in there like today. <clears throat> our show notes for each episode can be found at wpplugins.com. The newest show notes will be up within 24 hours and on our front page. And don't forget, this is a value-for-value value show, and you are a big part of its creation. You are our producers, and we need you to help us to produce. So get on out there, hit some like buttons, share an episode or two, let people know that you help to produce the longest-running WordPress plugins podcast. That's it for reminders. Don't forget to, round, don't forget to stick around <clears throat> till the end of the show as well, because we always have the Q&A where I try to stump my dad. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so the artist for today is Saroga the Tavern. 
Baron of the Cowichan Valley. There, I even finished your title for you. Okay, so <laughs> piece of art up. There we go. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I actually really like this, although it makes me <clears throat> think of the Philadelphia experiment. And for anyone out there who doesn't know what that is, you should definitely go research it. It's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't thought about it as being like the Philadelphia experiment. I just thought it was a cool, a cool pirate ship caught in a vortex. It is a really cool pirate ship caught in a vortex, but isn't that kind of exactly what happened with the Philadelphia experiment? It's kind of cool. Yeah, but what's funny <laughs> is if you look at it really good, it's sitting on a blanket, not the ocean. Really? Yeah, you got to have you got to have a really light screen <laughs> for it. It's like I see it because it's all blown up on one of my big monitors right now. Uh -huh, I see. Like, Wait a minute. That's a it's a blanket. It's not the ocean. It's sitting on a blanket. <laughs> it's folded up to look like an ocean. <laughs> Hi, Hemdian. It's good to see you. Glad you're able to make it. So anyway, that was a cool piece of art. So we need art, <laughs> folks. Other than that, I have to keep creating it because we can't go back through the archives, man. Last year we did the archives over three times over, so we can't do the archives yeah. anymore. We 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 need new art. <laughs> And if anybody out there is interested in sending us in art, you can go to WP Plugins. It is ed.com slash artwork. If you need some inspiration, you can go to our site, WP Plugins, it is ed.com, and check out our art vaults. It will be on the left-hand menu on the side there. It literally says art vaults. Go check it out. There's lots of cool stuff in there, and it may give you some great inspiration. There you go. On Please, can everybody be quiet? Please be quiet. Shut up! And now the news with Amber. <clears throat> so, news this week. WordPress vulnerability report for January 31st, 2024. There are quite a few... <clears throat> excuse me. Quite a few plugins to be aware of this week, though most have at this point been patched. Be sure to check out this list for yourself, because you got to remember that the ones that I put down as the ones I most easily recognize are not necessarily the most popular ones. They are ones that I recognize, that I have used or I have seen. They're just ones that I throw out there. doesn't necessarily mean that they're the ones that you use or the ones that you have seen in your client. So make sure you go and you check out this, uh, this list yourself. So... Uh, the ones I, that I do most easily recognize are simply guest author name, splash screen, better search replace, WP Go Maps, formerly WP Google Maps, exclusive add-ons for Elementor, WP Dashboard Notes, Sticky Buttons, Floating Buttons Builder, and WP Forms Pro. Now, most of those have already been patched. Make sure that if you use them, you update them, but also... Be sure to go and check this out. Also, there is one WordPress theme that has since been patched, so make sure you go and update if you use it. It's called Color Mag. <clears throat> and we have a WordPress vulnerability report from PatchStack. So this link never changes. It's always the same link. And I've 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 I just leave it here because since uh for that little while when iTunes wasn't keeping up to date and we were using these guys. I still find iTunes easier to wrap my mind around, but PatchTech is very good in the fact that they're more up-to-date at all times. iThemes, not iTunes. iTunes is an Apple product. iThemes. My bad. I meant to say iThemes. Mm -hmm. Problem is, is the i. The i makes mm -hmm. me think of Apple stuff. Mm -hmm. My apologies, iThemes. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, this uh, <clears throat> these guys, they are more up-to-date, and if you can wrap your mind around it easily, they will be very useful for you. And then we have WordPress Website Builder Vulnerability Affects Nearly 1 Million Websites. So I've never actually heard of this uh, builder plugin. It's called Seed Prod WordPress Plugin. It unfortunately had a high severity vulnerability discovered. This vulnerability led to unauthorized modification of data and is present in, uh, in versions up to 6.15.21. So if you use Seed Prod WordPress Plugin Builder, uh, be sure to update your version if you've not already. And if you're wanting to know more about this, um, then you can uh, follow the link in our show notes. <coughs> Did I? I sort of recognize Seed Prod, but I never got into it because I settled on Elementor. <coughs> yeah, it's. I, I guess it's it's like a page it's a page builder like Elementor. Yeah, it's a similar to it. I've never actually heard of it, but I guess a lot of people use it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone has their choices. You know, there's Beaver Builder. There's still people out mm -hmm. there using Divi for some reason. So. <laughs> uh, next thing we have here is <clears throat> uh, WordPress 6.4.3 maintenance and security release. So this was released on January 30th, and there were five bug fixes on core, 16 bug fixes for the block editor, and two security fixes. If you are interested in finding out exactly what was fixed in this most recent short cycle release, you can follow the link here in our show notes and go to see what's what. They, will ha they have a link for each item that you can go and see the list of things there. And then next up we have bringing you a faster, more secure web. HTTP, HTTP slash three is now enabled for all automatic services. As of January 31st, HTTP slash three is now enabled. HTTP slash three is the third major version of the hypertext transfer protocol used on the web. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about, I recommend you do some research before going any further into this industry. Now, the positives of this happening is apparently improved performance in reduced latency. The multiplexing feature has been improved upon, apparently, fixing a problem called head-of-line blocking. Reliability through better performance via better design in varying network environments. I recommend you read more about that in the article here that's linked here in our show notes. And there's improved security by using the latest cryptography protocols. And again, you'll want to go and check out the link to the article. There is a lot more in the article. I just listed off the first few things that are in the article, and they dive much deeper into it in this article. So if you want to learn more about the HTTP slash three, follow the link, check it out. It is actually a really good thing to know about. Mm -hmm. Uh, just to have a basic, better understanding of it. Yep. Yeah, you want to understand the internet. Mm -hmm. uh, next, we have browser-based phishing attacks jump 198% in second half of 2023. Now, whether or not you find this useful and or interesting, it is still a good thing to know. And it's a good thing to pass on to the less informed people that you are probably interacting with every day. 
During the last six months of 2023, the phishing attacks just, they, they, they bloody well skyrocketed. I mean, maybe part of the reason why they skyrocketed is because they finally started fixing their grammar. So maybe people had a hard time telling it was a phishing scam. Yes, I've noticed their grammar starting to improve. Yeah, I, I noticed on quite a few of my emails and the texts that I get, their grammar is actually pretty good. I mean, it's still not great, but it's a lot better than it was. And the only reason for it to continue rising is people are falling for it. Yeah. So yeah, almost, I'm thinking that them finally fixing their grammar is why. They're almost up to the mainstream media's grammar level now. I know. They're getting impressive. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, if mm. make sure that you let people know, like younger people or older people who may not fully comprehend that they may be getting a phishing scam, make sure that people around you who are less aware, know, teach them. Make sure that they aren't the ones who get screwed over. And then the last one I have here, uh, it's kind of interesting. It was a Taylor Swift deepfake porn deluge, a wake-up call for lawmakers. I don't usually bring things like this into the show, but it was, I, I, I wanted to point out that there is a huge step that lawmakers are going to be taking regarding AI because of this. So in the UK, it's already illegal to distribute deep fake porn, but we're not just talking about the illegal distribution of porn, but rather the illicit use of deep fakes in general. So in this, it started out because of the porn, but now it's also going to be about using deepfakes in general. They're trying to make it illegal to use deepfakes at all, which I don't know if it's going to be great or if it's going to be horrible, because I think we're kind of on a precipice right now. We can go one of two ways. This can either become illegal and it will work out great, or it will become so absolutely controlled it'll turn out terrible. I don't know which way they're going to go. And I'm kind of interested to see because depending on which way they go with this kind of thing, well, I think that's going to set, it's it's going to set the standard for where they go with other AI things. Oh, yeah. I do understand why they want to make specifically deepfakes illegal, but if they make deep fakes entirely illegal i i don't i don't think that's going to be a good thing well i guess that gets rid of the movie industry exactly <laughs> it gets rid of things like that <laughs> so the movie industry if is nothing but deep fakes <laughs> exactly so if they make it illegal entirely well where does that leave all of the creators and if they make well, it is, half illegal yeah, well, well this is that's not, not going to work the, either this is not the show for us to continue this discussion so no, but what I'm saying yeah. is it's a very interesting thing regarding yeah. AI, mm-hmm. and that is for this show because it's yeah. well, the AI is becoming a huge part of this industry, okay. and whatever they do for AI regarding the deepfakes, well, that's going to trickle down to things like this, and it's going to trickle down to all the other AI things as well. Yeah. It's going to create a whole precedent for all of the AI, and it's going to affect everything yeah. regarding it. No. It's simple. They're trying to get out ahead of the laws that they couldn't, that they that they didn't get out ahead of when the internet was created. 
And it's going to be interesting to see. And like I said, I don't usually bring things like this to the show, but I thought it was very important to think about the effect that one aspect of illegalizing AI capability is going to have on every other aspect of AI capability. Mm-hmm. So we also have uh, all of our extras. Everything from a pigeon being caught, kept in captivity down to a love letter to Rails and Ruby code. Cool. Everything uh, uh, out there. Next up, dragon rating time. Alrighty, well, the first plugin I've got for you here today is List Custom Taxonomy Widget. Nice, simple little plugin. And the reason I came across this one was I was working on a site last week and I needed to display custom list of the categories. And what I needed was I a lot of these widgets that they have you can find for categories, they want to list the top line widget or they want to list the top wid- or the top category, not widget, the top category. Um, or top categories, including the subcategories. But what I needed to list was just subcategories and in specific subcategories under specific areas without the without the top category. It was a little convoluted. At any rate, this was a fantastic plugin that solved that problem for me. Very simple to set up, you know, just install it, activate it, and drag it as a widget. They even talk about in their notes of what it does for you. You know, can I put this directly on a page? And they go, well, you can, but you should really just do that with this code, not this plugin. This plugin is designed as widget to incorporate that code to make it easy for you to use as a widget. So... Anyway, it was kind of a confusing little thing, but a fantastic little plugin. It worked perfectly, did the job I needed it to do, and it's List Custom Taxonomy Widget by Nick Halsey, and I give it a five dragon rating. Go check it out. Very nice. Yeah. Very useful. Plugin. Yeah, see, I've seen that in action. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's a nice little plugin. And we have our WordPress tips. Yes, absolutely. There you go. I heard something. It sounded like a metal button being pushed. (laughs) (laughs) You're never going to hear the Wii. No, I don't think so. (laughs) So WordPress tips. We would love to hear some tidbit tips from some of our producers out there. What did you figure out by breaking something? Or what did you need to learn in order to help someone? You can send these tidbits in to me at amber at WPPRO.ca. <clears throat> and they don't have to be under making sites or beginner's tips. That just happens to be the two things that I can most easily fill out. It can be whatever header, whatever category you think is pertinent. So first one I have, making sites. Always have another pair of eyes go over your work. I mentioned something along these lines last show, but last show I mentioned how useful it is to have those who know nothing about development go through your work when you think you are done. This show, I'm mentioning how good it is to have someone who actually knows a lot to go through the trickier sites, especially. We had a site we thought was done until a second set of eyes went through it and noticed something that perhaps even the clients themselves would not have noticed until much later. So much later, it would have been pointless for them to even say anything, but they would have had, but they would have eventually noticed, and then they would have been grumpy about it, and they would not have hired. They would likely have not hired us for the next rebuild or remodeling. Hmm. 
So having an in-no set of eyes go through for for you means that things like that will be picked up on. And you'll save yourself the future loss of income and possibly future loss of a good client by catching something so early and being able to fix it. And if you are a one-man show, well, take a good long break. Go swimming or running or for a long drive far away from your computer. Cleanse your eyes and your mind of the entire project and then come back to it. Also, trust me, don't crack a beer until after the project is totally done. Just don't. Because it does not help your mind get cleansed. It just makes it harder. So wait till after the project is totally done before you crack that beer. That is just my suggestion, though. It's a good suggestion. You can have the <laughs> rum, though. I, I did a lot of coding last week while drinking rum. It also depends, I guess, on if you're going to actually drink a lot of it. Like, having a beer could actually help. I find that, I, I, I have found that having, like, a finger of, of whiskey actually does help when I'm really frustrated. Mm. But for some reason, beer just hits me a lot harder. I've noticed that lately. It's really weird. <laughs> maybe, it's a, maybe it's a fizzy. Mm, uh, it could be the carbonation. Yeah. Uh, Hemdian said, uh, what did I learn from breaking something? Not to break things, especially if it's not mine. The owner can get upset. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, they do. <laughs> Uh, beginner's tips. <clears throat> now, I know that I've harped on making sure that you take a break often enough here in the tips area, but I wanted to bring it about again, only this time in a slightly different form. Don't stop yourself from taking a break on the weekends, even if you're in the middle of a whole bunch of projects. Sometimes <laughs> you just need to go and enjoy all the Saturday doing nothing more than watching a movie like The Tenth Kingdom with your partner bugging the heck out of your teenagers, eating cake while drinking tea, you know, doing something totally ridiculous and innocuous, something that is not at all the very many projects you have going. Because if you don't take that break, you're going to overdo yourself. And then you may end up sick, or you may miss something, or, 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 or. There's a whole bunch of negative impacts by not taking a break, even when it's in the middle of all the projects. Because usually when I mention taking a break, it's, take a break on the holidays or take a break on the weekend in general. But I mean, if it's, if you're finding that you're getting burnt out and it is the middle of the week, take that whole evening, just do it. It'll, it'll help you. It'll help your clients. Just do it. It's worth it. So uh, when you are like super, super busy, make sure that you do get those breaks. Either it's every evening for a few hours or it's the whole weekend, it's something. Make sure that your brain and your spirit get that whole break that you need, especially when you're busy. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's your turn. You didn't hear Ooh, that? I almost, heard, I almost heard it that time. I heard the beginning of it. Oh. <laughs> so, to top... That is my plugin this week. This is a really simple plugin that just makes life that much easier. It's a plugin to give that little floaty button you can click on to make the whole page scroll right back up to the top really fast, rather than scrolling little by little upwards to get to the top of a page again. Now, this may not seem like a very useful plugin to a lot of people, 
But trust me, as someone who does a lot of fast-paced research, it can be very useful for people who are having to go through multiple pages and they end up like scanning it all the way down to the bottom. Then they have to go back to the top to get to the next option or something. Well, having to scroll back up little by little, it it's really frustrating. If you click a button and bam, you're at the top again, very useful. And there are a lot of sites that actually use this little button I found. Now, one of the problems with this little button is that when I've been searching for plugins that allow you to, to add in this little button, but don't let you personalize it so that you can make it match your site better, that, that's the biggest problem. Most of them have pre-made buttons, pre-made icons, pre-made this, pre-made that. They don't let you change the colors or the size or anything. This one, however, is a lightweight plugin that does let you actually fairly well personalize it. Nice. Yeah, I really like this one. I've used it for a couple for a couple of sites I've worked on now. It's very awesome. So this one, <clears throat> uh, there are two places. Once you download and activate it, there are two places where you can find the settings dashboard page. Uh, one is if you hit the, the settings link right under the plugin name on the plugin dashboard area, that will take you directly to your... Um, why can't I think of what it's called? I know I wrote it down. Unfortunately, when I write down my notes, I don't always follow my notes when I'm reading. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it'll take you to your proper customizer. So uh, when for, for your customizer for your actual theme. And the, all the settings are there, and you get a live preview of what you're doing. But for some people who aren't very familiar with it, it might be a little scary. Now, the other place you can uh, find the settings... Uh, for this plugin is in your left-hand menu. It will be in your left-hand menu under uh, two top settings. You click on that and you'll find yourself in the two top settings dashboard area. Now, we'll go with this one because it's a little easier if people are interested in me walking through the um, customizer. You can reach out to me and I will do that next show, no problem. Now, here, what uh, the basic settings you'll find uh, for the icon itself that you get to choose between three preset for either dash icons, generic cons, or font awesome icons. But you can also just upload an image from your library. And that's something I don't see very often. You can choose any image from your library. Um, and then you'll find uh, the option here to how many pixels you have to scroll through before the button shows up. You can make it, uh, you can set it to see how, how see through the opacity the button is, and you can set the style. The style can be an option of three icons from the Genericon, Dashicon, or Font Awesome. The uh, for, for the image, you'll be able to set, um, hang on, there we go. You'll be able to set your image and set how big it is in pixels. If it's an icon, you get to choose the icon color, icon background color, size of the icon, and the border radius where you can go from square to circle. Next is the advanced settings where you choose the location right or left of the screen. And you can choose if the but you can choose where the margin in Y or X in pixels is. You can choose to show have have it show up in WP admin or leave it as invisible. And you can choose to auto-hide the button after your choice of seconds has passed. 
or leave it unchecked so it's always showing. You can also choose to hide it on smaller devices, and you can set how small the max width of the small devices before it gets hidden. It's automatically set to 640 pixels. The last option here is to reset all settings, which can't be done accidentally. You actually have to go to the section, check the checkmark box, and then have to hit save. So it's not an accidental, I reset everything. You have to really make an effort to do it. One more thing I like about this plugin, it does not move like molasses in December for the scrolling upwards. That is another issue I've come across quite often where you hit the button and it slowly meanders its way up the screen. It's actually faster to grab the little bar, scroll bar on the side and just flick it up. <clears throat> Which can be very hard if you're on like a touch screen. But uh, this one, it actually goes up to the top at a very decent speed. I like it a lot. It's very easy, lightweight. You can personalize it. I rate this at five dragons. Very good. That's a excellent plugin. I've used uh, similar ones in the past, and uh, it's nice to have one that's been made better. I really like this. Like I, I've had to use ones that were not really all that personalizable before, and I had to figure out the CSS to give it the right color, size, shape, all that stuff. This one, it's done for you. Yay. You just have to tell it what you want. Very cool. All right. Next. It's time to donate to WP Plugins A to Z. All right. So earn yourself a producership credit. We have three levels of producers that help to keep the show's lighters stocked to bursting. Freelance producers, backroom producers, and war room producers. There are special perks for backroom and war room producers that you can learn about on our site at WPPluginsAtoZ.com. Click on the Time, Treasure, or Talent donations in our main menu to learn all the nitty-gritty details and how you can add your two cents. Which, adding in your two cents is joining in and being part of your own production. You're also supporting your show. You're supporting your show at the same time. There's a list of things you can do here. <clears throat> uh, let's see. We don't have any question, notes, or feedback, but we do have some miscellaneous announcements. Our usual WordCamp information, which you can find at central.wordcamp.org. The link is right here in our show notes. Currently, there is a WordPress photo festival that goes from February 3rd to 10th. 2024. I thought that was pretty cool. WordCamp Phoenix, February 9th to 10th. WordCamp Poon, India, February 17th. WordCamp Kenzai, February 23rd to 24th. And WordCamp Asia, March 7th to 9th. So, if you want to see more options in just the next five, you can go follow the link that we have here in our show notes. And if you're interested in finding a meetup uh, for WordPress somewhere around the world, you can follow the link we have here for meetup.com. Unfortunately, the WordPress meetup for YYJ, Victoria, BC, has been canceled and no longer exists for those who are wondering. Keep checking back every week to find what's going on. And if you yourself are going to be in a WordCamp or something like that, would like to announce it to the world, you can send that information into us. You send it to me or to John, and we'll make sure it gets into this section right here. If you want to reach us, you can reach out to our brick and mortar address, or 
you can reach out to us through our virtual addresses. We have it all in our show notes right here for easy access. Today's plugins we covered were... I covered up the List Custom Taxonomy Widget by Nick Halsey. It's easy to display taxonomies. Multi-list custom taxonomies can be added and several display options. So check it out. And I gave it a five dragon rating. Keeping with the Year of the Dragon. Mm -hmm. And I covered Two Top by Catch Plugins. Supports all themes on WordPress. I forgot to mention that before. It's lightweight and personalizable. I rated it at five dragons. All right. It's question and answer time with John and Amber. So if anybody out there has any questions they'd like to have asked here on the show, you can send them in to me at amber at WPPRO.ca. We'll see if we can stop my dad. So far, no good. Let's, I would like some help here. <laughs> you need to get some some heavy hitters in there. You've been trying this for. Well, when I, I, I'm I, running I, out of questions, I, honestly. I, my my brain is starting to fizzle out. It's, it's been a couple years now that I've been asking three to four questions a show, yeah. and my my brain is just starting to run out. Well, <laughs> you, you, you've come close a few times. I've hit a few foul balls, but no strikes. No yeah. strikeout yet. It's I've gotten close, so close. I can almost taste it, but nope, not quite. You always manage to find a way around it. <laughs> well, somewhere in my brain, I have a lot of information. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first question. Some programs used are very useful, though updates can sometimes just wreck them. A good example is Evernote. Question is, how many updates can you kind of ignore before you're just being dumb about it and need to actually update the program? Um, you can you can ignore most of the, a lot of times you can ignore the point ones although sometimes they're security updates but mm -hmm. uh, the let's see they got, they use three digits generally they use the primary one which is one then they use point one then they use point one so the one point twos one point threes you really want to update those when it goes from one to two point something you are almost too late to update. There's a very high probability you'll break something, making nah. that kind of jump. So you have to you have to try to keep them up and pay attention. And then pay attention when they put a little warning in there, warning this upgrade, this update is a major rewrite. Pay attention to that because we had a client uh, earlier la or late last year that wasn't paying attention to it. And they said, warning, a major rewrite. And it was such a major rewrite that the whole plugin quit functioning unless you put in an additional five hours of work to get it working properly again. Oh, yeah. Because that was a major rewrite. They majorly rewrote everything, re rerouted all the uh, posts and everything else and changed the whole functionality of it. I've had that happen to a couple of plugins I used for years, and it's always a pain in the neck. But yeah, you can generally uh, uh, try not to skip more than three or four updates at the most. Try to keep them up to date as often as you can, like at minimum once a month. And in that one month, you might have had some of them may have jumped two or three points. So. All right. Next question is, <clears throat> the browser you use needing updates, like... I don't actually remember the browser I used growing up needing any updates, especially not multiple updates a week. Like over the last couple of weeks, I think I've had four or five updates a week just for the browser uh, yeah. Firefox. Yeah. It's 
kind of insane. I don't remember that many updates growing up, but I mean, is this a thing you can leave alone and not bother updating, or is this something that you should probably regularly update as the updates come out, and why? All right. Well, the net, the browser you used growing up was called Netscape. It was, oh, is that what I was using? I don't remember it. Uh, I just remember it was internet. That was <laughs> that was the that was the creation of the internet was Netscape. Netscape is All what right. brought the internet to the masses, and then and then Microsoft created their their uh, um, Internet Explorer, which was a piece of crap in comparison. So anyway, that aside, um, Firefox. Um, I have successfully 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 ignored <laughs> their um, updates for a year and a half. Oh, okay. Um, I just ignore them and ignore them. Because one of the times, the reason I, I used to do them regularly, and then they broke something and made it impossible for me. They, they, I, the moment, I'll, I'll do the updates until they, until they screw it up. And then I, ah. won't, then I won't trust them anymore. <laughs> and that's as simple as that. You know, if, they're, if their updates are always successful, I have no problem. But what happens is they, they suddenly throw out an update for sometimes, I think, the sake of an update, and they break <laughs> something. And then it's like, I can't trust you guys to do, do, I need this thing to function. I don't need it to break and spend the next four hours fixing what you broke, unbreaking what you broke so that I can get back to my work. So I successfully ignore it and I ignore it. I just keep clicking the button to go away. I don't want an update, go away. I don't want an update because I actually tried, I actually tried what you're doing and I kept updating and pretty soon I noticed it's like they dropped an update like every day and a half. Yeah, but I, when I do ignore it, I only get a notification for an update maybe once every few months. Oh well, you, maybe you're lucky, but um, I just keep I just keep ignoring them. I get them daily on mine, hmm. so I, I just click it to ignore. Sometimes I'll get them a couple of times a day. So, <clears throat> so anyway, okay. I my Firefox, I do mine maybe every couple three months. Is when I finally go, all right, fine. Uh, I'm not doing anything for the next several hours while I'll do it. <laughs> because if it breaks, then I've got time to unbreak it. That makes sense. You know, that's, that's my big fear with updates nowadays. So all these, all these constant updates, I've lost faith that they're not going to screw up my, my work path and my functionality and the way I have everything working properly. I usually, I usually do updates when I have, when I've taken an afternoon off and I'm just sort of surfing the web or goofing off. Then I'll say, Oh, well it's time to do those updates. Cause if it breaks, I've got time and I've got the brain power to actually fix whatever they break. So it's like, I, I just don't, I think it started with Microsoft and, and their updates. And then they, everybody started cramming them down everyone's throat. And, Oh, um, it was uh, uh, WordPress did that too, you know. Now that they have auto updates for everything, and then they've yeah, had- lots of updates. I mean, it, I think part of the reason why there's so many updates is because they find like one small thing that they want to fix, but then by fixing that one small thing, they end up cascade uh, ca- creating a cascade effect, which yeah. causes other issues. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. It's exactly what happens because they don't, it hasn't been tested thoroughly. And of course, when you're dealing with something that operates on such a wide variety of configurations, Mm -hmm. I mean, for every human using a computer, you have a different, you have a different configuration of the computer that they use because everybody likes their computer to function certain ways. They've got their own little special plugins and their add-ons added to it and websites are the same. It's all the same. And the problem is, is when they make an update, they're testing it in their lab environment, which is damn near pristine. 
you know, yep. <laughs> and has no conflicts. But once that's released to the wild, well, the conflicts are there, and they can't yeah. they, they can't anticipate we, the conflicts. I understand why it happens, but I can't afford. Just frustrating. <laughs> it's frustrating, and I can't afford the downtime if it happens in the middle of uh, of a production cycle. All right. So generally, yeah. for like browsers and stuff, you can leave it alone for like six to twelve months at yeah. a time, eh? Yeah. The only one you won't be able to leave alone is if you happen to be crazy enough to be using uh, um, Microsoft's uh, browser. What's it called? Um, Explorer. Edge. Edge. That's it. Because every time Microsoft loves to cram that update on there, and you can't not do it. You can't ignore it. Like, you can't ignore mm, the Yeah, they, they break things. It, it, things start breaking down if you don't accept those updates. Yeah, well, they, well, no, they don't. If I don't accept the updates, they don't. I, I postpone my, I do my Microsoft updates, but I think my, the maximum they allow you to go before they say you must update is three months. No, I'm not talking about for the system on the oh, computer. The, I'm talking about for like browsers. But the system, uh, the system, the system updates come with, or the browser updates come with the system updates. No, I've had uh, edge updates that that are separate and apart from the oh. from the Windows system oh, update. There must be. I must have turned uh, turned them off on mine so that I so they can't cram them down my throat. But I don't use Edge all that often. But I do know it happens because I had to fix a computer for someone a couple of weeks ago because Edge forced in an update and it crashed while doing the update and it crashed the browser and made everything else go bad. So it took me, <laughs> I think it took me five hours to get it all straightened up. Oh, geez. So, yeah. And see, this is why I don't do the updates unless I know I have the downtime available to me to un unmake what they broke or unbreak what they broke. That's putting it politely, folks. Makes sense. Well, I've got two more questions for okay. after the credits. All right. Well, for those of you listening on the downloads and the um, podcast feeds, well, you want to hear all the really fun stuff, you want to go check out the show uh, over on YouTube where you get the 15 minutes before and uh, anywhere from 5 to 20 minutes after. depends on how long we go. At any rate... I'm going to let our girl take us on out of here, and we'll see you all in two weeks. Reminders for the show. All show notes can be found at WPPluginsAtoZep.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to wppluginsatoz.com slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using wppluginsatoz.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts, and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at WPPluginsAtoZ. John can also be reached at his website, johnoverall.com, or email him directly, john at wppro.ca. Thanks for joining us, and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyrighted by johnoverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.